Suzanne and I are very happy to be with you this Friday to pray with you. We want to pray with you today that the Lord will bless you, use you, anoint you, prosper you. And whenever a husband and, and wife come together in agreement, things always happen. That's the strongest form of unity, really, is between yeah. a husband and wife. Well, Sue, it's all yours for covenant. a few minutes, honey. Go. You know, the Bible says that we perish for lack of knowledge, and I'm just so blessed to be with, with, with everybody uh, this evening and with my husband, Pastor Benny, as we are literally in very strategic times in, uh, in, in history. You know, I can always remember De Derek Prince talking about prayer, how prayer is the one thing that literally can change history. Oh, absolutely. And we, with our, our unity in the prayer of agreement, can bring God's perfect will that what's in heaven down to earth as we pray together corporately and, and literally hear what God is saying for this hour. Well, I'm going to have you lead in prayer when I'm done talking, then I'm going to agree with you because Suzanne is really anointed with prayer. and In fact, she prays daily now with, goodness, how many people pray with you every day? Uh, we have anywhere from 750 to maybe uh, 1,500 at times uh, every day. People praying every day. And praying for the United uh, States and for the nations and Israel, obviously. And I've spoken to a prayer group uh, about a few days ago. Now I'm going to do it again because I want to help them understand what's going on in the world and uh, I'd like to kind of talk to you a little more about this and what has happened now that is so so amazing so sweet people is the war in uh, Europe has now triggered an exodus of Jewish people mm. to go to Israel so this is a big uh, a big uh, thing that's going on this is big news when it comes to prophecy and once we understand what is going on with the Jewish people, we can begin to understand what God is about to do in the church. So today there is a restoration. The restoration that began in 48 continues today with Jewish people going back to Israel. That is extremely important prophetically to understand because the Lord said in his word that he will not return until the Jewish people have been regathered. So we saw them come years ago from what was the Soviet Union. We saw them coming before that even from the Eastern world like Middle East, Africa, other parts of the world. And then we saw many Jews coming back from Ethiopia and other, you know, and other countries and then Slowly, you know, we began to hear about Jews going back, you know, trickles here and groups here and groups there. And, uh, it, for, for a long time, the majority, in the last few years, the majority were actually American Jews mm -hmm. going back. But we didn't hear a whole lot about European Jews, mm -hmm. like uh, the Jews of Poland or the Jews of, of France or the UK. There, there wasn't a whole lot of talk about it or anything written, and I follow the post every day from Jerusalem, and now I'm seeing more and more reports about the Jews returning to Israel as a result of this war. So what does this say to us? Well, it says, number one, and I'm sure you all know that, the coming of the Lord has now accelerated. 
So, you know, when people say, well, how long do we have? Well, frankly, we all know we don't have a whole lot of time. I am not setting dates. I'm not setting dates, and we cannot set dates. But if you think about what's happened just in the last 70 years in the world, uh, Israel was restored in 1948, fulfilling uh, Matthew 14, 32, and Luke 21. And we, we saw the fig tree uh, restored. And the Lord said that the fig tree would put on branches, meaning restored. And then we saw nations around Israel restored. And that's why many people like disagree with the fact that the fig tree is Israel because of Luke 21 that says, the fig tree and other trees, fig tree and other trees. So somebody said, well, then it doesn't mean Israel. Well, the, the other trees are nations that were restored around Israel at the same time because Britain and France gave them their independence. After the First World War, the British and the French divided what is now the Arab Middle East world. And right before, uh, actually, before and during and after 48, they began to get their, their independence. Saudi Arabia, Iraq, Jordan, and on and on. And that's what the Lord meant by the other, by the other trees. But we focus on Israel because the Bible tells us in Deuteronomy clearly that what God does in the world, he does according to what he does with the Jewish people. Winston Churchill said, God deals with the nations as they deal with the Jewish people. So what God does with the Jews, he follows with the church and then the world. So let's look at 48. What happened in 48? In 48, Israel was, was restored. But what happened in the church? The healing move began. This is when Otto Roberts and all the greats began to pray for the sick. The healing ministry just went throughout the world at that time. That's when Billy Graham came on the scene too, by the way. So a mighty move of restoration began in the church. What happened in the world? Changes took place. The British Empire began its quick decline. The United States now was a superpower. Soviet Union, China, nations were falling, nations were rising, all in 48 and after. Now, 67 was another year, and people need to be reminded. 67, the Six-Day War in Israel brought changes. Where? In the church, the charismatic movement. Began the same year. Think about it. 1967, the same year, June 5th, the war hit. Mm -hmm. and, and I was 14 years old living in Israel at the time. That same year, the charismatic movement began. Mm -hmm. In Notre Dame, in a Catholic conference, people don't even know that. They ran out of water, and they began praying for water, and the Lord filled up the well. And the charismatic renewal, as we know it, began in Notre Dame in June of 67, about the same time. Then what happened in the world? Man went to the moon. Te technology just took off, and the world changed after 67 in every way. And then 73 hit. The war the, what was called the Yom Kippur War, hit. And in the church, we saw the birth of Christian TV the same year. It always happens together. The same year TBN was, was born, 1973. Mm -hmm. It was that same year 
we saw more changes in the in the world politically militarily nations were changing maps were shifting all the rest of it and we've all been waiting for what's the next like what is next well next we didn't see a war in israel after 73 with its neighbors now we see peace with its neighbors mm -hmm. it began with the with the with the accord what called the abraham accord that happened you know under trump and now it continues even with biden and more nations are joining the peace train as they call it uh, the nations in north africa and even up to uh, down to indonesia are now talking about peace with israel uh, relationship all the rest of it but the thing is this, this was, I think, the trigger we've all been waiting for. And now we see an exodus of Jews going back to Israel. So in Matthew 10, 23, I've shared this before with you. In Matthew 10, 23, the Lord said that to his disciples, he said, go preach the gospel. And before you're done, I'll be back. Well, goodness, a nation like Israel 332 miles from north to south, 40 miles from east to west, preaching the gospel would have taken no time. They began preaching right there then on the day of Pentecost. It spread, but then it stopped in 70 AD when Romans, the Romans destroyed Jerusalem and the temple and the Jews were scattered. And if you know, now they did stay in the Holy Land after that for a while, fighting the Roman authorities and then they were completely driven out of their land for 2,000 years. Even changing the name of Judea to Palestina. That's where you get Palestine from, from the Romans. Because they, they wanted to insult Jewish history by giving them the name of their, of their enemy, the Philistines. Well, anyways, I'm just giving you history. This is not political, it's just historical. And then we saw something happen in 48 when the Jews came back to what is now Israel. At that time, nobody wanted to hear the gospel. I mean, Jews didn't want to hear it because crusaders, inquisitions, holocaust, all that was symbolic of Christians who killed them. They thought this is the enemy. And then just about five years ago, five years ago, Jews began winning Jews. And today, over 50,000 Jews are born again. In 1948, 30, 30, 30, 30 people were saved or claimed to be born again in Israel. That's only over 70 years ago. Today, over 50,000. And it hit big five years ago. So now this says to us, wake up. Jesus is coming. He's on the way back. It's time to get ready for the coming of the Lord. And now you see something else happening, Jews coming back to, to Israel from Europe. You know, God is really amazing, honey, sweet people. In Isaiah 43, God says something amazing. He said, I will bring you from the east. Mm -hmm. I will gather you from the west. Mm -hmm. I will say to the north, give them up. And that's exactly what's happening. Well, now they are being ordered to leave. Did you hear that, Chad? That's amazing. I will bring you from the east, gather, and he uses diff different words. Yeah. And now I'm going to order the north to give you up. It began with this, when the Soviet Union was still in place. Now, of course, the same country, Russia. And, and the Jews were forced out. Mm -hmm. 
of the north. Now they're being forced out again because Europe is north of Israel. So God is continuing. Hallelujah. God is continuing that, honey. It's interesting, you know, like, I'd like to know your thoughts on this, but, you know, obviously, you know, there's there's times and seasons for everything. And right. I can't help but think that as we're coming into Purim and Easter, where God used Mordecai, but used a, a Jewish girl to literally yeah, seek the, the Lord and fast and pray to literally save the Jewish people and right. save a nation. And now we're getting ready to come right into Purim season again, as God, like you said, is, is bringing the Jews and having them. You know, I don't deny the the feasts. I think during the feasts, the prophetic kind of gets a little hot. Mm -hmm. But and if we connect with it, God will do things. But sometimes when people don't connect, because you know God is the God of of timing. Like mm -hmm. you think about Passover happens on time. You know everything was fulfilled. Like the Lord fulfilled Passover when He died. He fulfilled unleavened bread when He took upon Him our sins. He fulfilled first fruit when he rose from the dead, he fulfilled Pentecost when the Holy Spirit came. The next feast is trumpet, which is the rapture. But the thing is, our calendar is off. Yeah. And nobody knows how many years is it off because of the Gregorian calendar, Jewish calendar, all that. But the thing is, when the feasts are celebrated, like Purim, Purim speaks of freedom. I have absolutely no question about that. When there is a happening in Israel, we are to pray that God will fulfill what he promised us. Mm -hmm. So I think now it's time to pray. Pray for Israel. Pray that God will fulfill his promise to his people because prayer brings us into it. Prayer brings us into agreement with God because he will do nothing till we pray. I heard a man of God years ago say something powerful. He said, prayer fulfills prophecy. Mm -hmm. Because remember Daniel, the prophet Daniel, mm -hmm. Reading Jeremiah, he prayed for the fulfillment of what Jeremiah said. Yeah. So prayer fulfills prophecy. When we do not pray, prophecy slows down. Mm -hmm. When we pray, it accelerates. Today, we are seeing a lot of activity prophetically. We must pray now. Yeah. We pray for Israel, pray for the church, and then pray for the world, that God will have his way. Now, I want to say something quickly here before we pray with you. When we talk about the future, people are afraid. They fear a war, maybe nuclear, maybe this, maybe that. God is in control. And they fear economically. What's going to happen to me, to my job, to my living, finance, all that? People today are buying gold. The price of gold has gone way up now because people are afraid. They're buying gold. They're buying real estate. Let me tell you something. If you are a giver, you have nothing to worry about. If you're not, even if you're investing in gold and property, you will lose it all. Because mm -hmm. one event can crash the whole thing. So our trust is in the Lord. Now, I'm not saying it's bad to invest because we as believers have to have to be wise. But when we give, God even protects our investments. The problem with the world is they're investing in the future using their own intelligence on where to invest their money in case things fall and collapse. Well, okay, that's good to a point, but when you're not a believer, all that you invest can, can be lost in, overnight. And then, you know, there are preachers 
let's just be real here, who sell fear. Mm-hmm. Well, when things collapse, uh, here's something you can buy to put in your garage, like frozen food or frozen this or frozen that. And my response to that is, you know what? When that happens, your neighbors will attack you and steal it from you. So uh, putting our trust in ourselves by buying certain things that could keep us alive is foolishness. Our trust is in the Lord. Because it says, I've not seen the righteous forsaken. Yeah, just the same thing nor my either seed begging bread. Or, the, or your seed begging for bread. We trust in the Lord. Did God not take care of your grandma and your grandpa who were all in the ministry, mm-hmm. who did not have what we have today, yet God Almighty used them mm-hmm. and took care of them. Your grandma, Lil, had no lack. And your grandpa, no lack. Also your your dad's mom and dad, no lack. Her grandfather was one of the greatest preachers that ever lived, worked with Smith Wigglesworth. Listen, her dad, I've said this many, many times, played piano for Smith Wigglesworth. And Michelle, when he was 13. Yeah. So they, Sue comes from a long family history of preachers. God never failed your family. Never. When, when, when it was tough, her daddy lived through the war. Your mom lived through the war. Her, her grandma Lil was in London when London was being bombed by the Nazis and had to be, they had to hide in the bunkers and yeah. subway and all this, yeah. my but mom, God took care of yeah. them. My mom was eight and nine years of age and literally would have to go uh, underground for eight, nine hours. Years ago, she actually went back to the schools in different places and when the janitors happened to say to my mom, what's all these big bumps here? And my mom said, that's where we all had to go underground as children just but God to took be care, protected. But the Lord took care of them. Absolutely. We've seen this promise. I've not seen the righteous forsaken or the seed begging for bread. We trust in the Lord. We invest in the kingdom. And the thing about her grandma and grandpa and mom and dad, they were givers. Her father told me he would not let me marry her if, she, if I was not a giver. And I shared that story in many places. He said, how much do you give? He made me nervous. Then he said, I will not let my my daughter marry you if you're not a giver. Because he understood only through giving we receive and protect our families. Giving is more important today than it was even a week ago because we're seeing prophecy heating up. And now the Jewish people going back from Europe we, you know, we, we hardly even read it in the news about that. Only days ago we began finding it. Mm-hmm. Like in the Post or news in Israel, there weren't a whole lot of articles about Jews going back from Europe. There were, you know, Jews going back from here and there. Now it's Europe. There's a large population of Jews in Europe. And next is America. And then the Lord will be here. You know, I was saying earlier that uh, Dr. Derek Prince, who was a covering over my parents' church, he actually said, people make history, but prayer can change history. Well, let's pray. Let's pray and change history. Now, Sue, you're looking at that beautiful, go ahead and share it. Here, okay. She, she, she found this outside and she wants to show you. Jesus will never be all we need until he is all we have. Isn't that beautiful? Jesus will never be all we need until he is all we have. Well, he's, he's all we have. And I want you right now, Sue, to pray for them. 
And let's believe God for the prosperity that God will keep them safe and secure financially. But first pray that God will bless them and protect them. Go ahead, honey. Well, Spirit of the living God, we just thank you, Lord, and, and we give you permission because we want, we know that we can, actually, we know that we can only be all that, that you have for us as we decrease and we give you permission to increase in our life. But, Lord, we want to decrease so that, that you can be all in all to us, amen, Father. Lord, amen, amen. Father, we just ask that there be that union one-on-one, -on -one, Lord, because we don't seek an encounter. We seek you. We seek your face. So, Father, as we come together with your people, we just thank you, Lord. We just thank you that you've not given them a spirit of fear, but power, peace, and a sound mind. Amen. Lord, I thank you that the same power and the same spirit that raised you from the dead is quickening their body, their spirit, soul, and, and their, their mind, their emotions. Lord, we can only prosper as our soul prospers. So in the name of Jesus, we just come against spirits of fear. We come against spirits of trauma and drama in people's lives. And we thank you, Lord, that you are setting your people free now yes, in Lord, the name of Jesus. Jesus name. Father, I thank you that you said in your word that the angels of the Lord encamp around those that fear and reverence and are in awe of who you are. So, Father, I thank you that there's angels all about them, around yes, them, Lord, in front of them, behind them, and all around. We thank you there's angels around their household, around their children, their grandchildren, their spouses, their families, those that are connected in ministry, in businesses, and all those that they are connected to in the name of Jesus. You, Jesus. And Father, in Jesus' name, we just Amen. pray for our nation, the United Amen. States of America, for wisdom. We pray for the nation of Ukraine. Yes, we Lord. pray for Poland. We pray for the nations that, they, that there would be a download of wisdom in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that we may be able to make a difference in what is happening in the world Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, Lord, we pray. Pray also, no lack in people's lives. No lack spiritually, no lack with health or finances. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord, for your promises. You said, I've not seen righteous forsaken. You receive begging for bread. All is well. Amen. And, and, amen. In, and in the name of Jesus, we, we come against any spirits of lack. We yes. come against every spirit of poverty. Amen. Because lack and poverty are a spirit. Amen. And we, through the authority, through the cross, and the authority that you've given us through the cross and through your, your broken body and through the, your blood that was shed, we thank you, Lord, that we lack not because everything that we need is within us and within you. And we thank you, Lord, that, that you are Jehovah Jireh. You provide everything that is necessary for each and every one of us. And we give you praise Amen. and thanksgiving because that is a powerful weapon against Amen. the enemy. In Jesus' Hallelujah. name, amen. And now it's time to give. It's time to sow. You can do it on the platform you're watching us on. You can go to bennyhin.org or simply text BHM45777. And Sue is going to continue praying. In fact, I, I would like some of you to join her, her prayer uh, team in the morning and we'll if, if, if you want to know that send me an email and we'll give you all the info so send it to Pastor Benny at BennyHinn.org if you want to pray with Sue in the morning you just send me an email Pastor Benny at BennyHinn.org we'll send you the info okay babe you did great 
Love you, sweet people. Have a blessed weekend, and we'll see you next week. The Lord is on his way back. Come, Lord Jesus. Love you. Bye-bye.